Hours bone bonus keyword is rest. Text rest to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. Powered by Achieva Credit Union. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Morgan & Morgan, dial pound 529 on your cell phone. Pound Law, that's all. Hey, on what Sunday morning. So he was he was a great guy. How'd you prepare the grouper? Not, not to you know divert you, but how'd um, you prepare the grouper? We did it two different ways. Oh. We did it, um, we grilled it uh, like over an open fire yeah. at one point, oh, and yeah. then we seared it like on a, like on a, on a skillet the other time. Fine um, And made... Um, what did we do? Oh, oh, Danielle made like sliders, like little uh, little grouper sliders. Yeah. So um, I also, I don't know if I told you this, I went, or Danielle went the day before the wedding, this was like my bonus wedding present, picked me up five pounds of Portillo's meat and uh, two buckets of gravy with cheese and all the fixings. So oh. I was feasting on oh. one of my favorite foods that is the Portillo beef sandwich all uh, all wedding weekend. What a move. Yeah, it was very, because there was like some drama about it because I was trying to get my brother to pick it up, but he, his timing wasn't going to work. So I had to, you know, just deal with the fact I wasn't going to get the beef on my wedding weekend. Yeah. And then when I got home on Friday from work, there it was just five pounds of uh, Portillo's beef and two oh, uh, literal buckets of uh, of gravy. So Isn't it great how food can just put your soul at ease yeah. and really get you ready for the weekend of your life? Uh, it, it was a it was a great touch. And then so Saturday we uh, Did you return the favor by the way? Just make sure she oh, got yeah, the beef she, for she got, a, she got any and all beef that Good. she requested throughout sure. the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday was um you know it was pretty low key. Everybody was on the island. So it's so crazy that the the way I I kind of learned about this island lifestyle. So the man who married us, not necessarily a pastor, but he's the man who married. <laughs> not if necessarily. You can, well, if you can marry people, does that automatically make you a pastor? You're an ordained minister. Okay. I don't know his actual religious belief, so we'll call him an ordained minister. He actually also has a pizza oven in his garage, so he made all of us pizza Whoa. Saturday night. So I guess that would it would probably be considered the rehearsal dinner, although there was no rehearsal or right. anything. It's what would traditionally be yeah. the rehearsal. So dinner. he made us all these pizzas; they were delicious. We had an arugula with prosciutto. We had, oh, uh, you know, the, the the classics. He makes a, a shrimp Alfredo pizza. Oh. That was Saturday night. Drank too much. Of course. Uh, Sunday was the big day. So we um, had a very low-key day. It rained early in the day. Mm. I spent the hours before my wedding uh, watching Tom Brady from the hot tub. Uh, so that was the perfect way to set the stage for the day. Yeah. And, uh, man, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for any form of nerves to show up. Right. And they never showed. Like, some. so we were at a different house that was very kind of... Um, it was hidden off in the off in the the palms. Yeah, and my parents had a place right on the water, so that's oh. where that's where the you know the the nuptials were going to go down, and they did go down. So we all got up over there. She got ready. I got ready separately. We didn't really not see each other yeah. during the day. And then, um, did you try at least a little no, not to see each other? No. Okay, just ask. Well, we we kind of talked about it. But it was, you know, when the island life takes over, just all plans go out the window. So it was like, hey, the guys are going to be over here for a bit and the girls are going to be over here for a bit. And it just ended up everybody intermingled together sure. leading up to uh, leading up to the wedding. So then it, we said, told the ordained minister and everybody, like, we want the ceremony part to be the shortest part of all. Perfect. Like, we each, uh, you know, wrote our vows and um, it was... 
It happened very quickly, to be and honest with you. About your vows, you were you were sweating that a little bit, and then you decided not to sweat it. Did you end up sweating you it? You want to know what? Yeah. Uh, I, wish I, I, I wish I would have brought them, because I have no problem sharing them. Um, I was debating whether to go super heartfelt or or lots of jokes, and I went with more of the jokes. The one thing I had talked to you about was starting it with essentially a diss on her best friend. It's brilliant. Which the line was... And her best friend wasn't there, just like no, the six people who were no, there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So the line was, and I did <laughs> I did use this line. This was the opening line. Great. It said, it was something to the effect of, I remember the first night that I knew, you know, this was, this was something special. I took you out to Orlando to meet one of my friends, Wayne, and you brought your friend, Kelly. And I knew that if I could make it through that, we could make it through anything together. That was the opening line, and it it popped. Sick burn on Kelly. It popped the crowd. Yeah. I felt like the family enjoyed it for sure, and uh, she wasn't too mortified by it. Good, and um, you know I had a couple other uh, like just funny things in there. I referenced this time we went uh, and stayed at this one room shack in Georgia where we ate way too many edibles, and she started freaking out and wanted to leave in the middle of the night. So I referenced that. Good. And um, Do you reference the Airbnb dude who no, almost chopped you up and no, killed you? No, no, no. Oh. That would have been a good one, though. That would have been a really good one, though. But they were very short. Like, I think I think the, the vows were like a minute, maybe. Yeah. So they were very, very quick. And um, and then it wrapped up. We, play, we played a song at the beginning, and we played a song at the end. Josh Heinrich? No, Josh Heinrichs. Um, it was a Philip Phillips song called... Um, um, Dance With Me was the song we started with And then we ended with a song that you played recently That has really been resonating with me lately Which is Fade Away by Revolution Oh yeah, it's a good one So we played that at the end Oh man, it's, this song is going to probably give me chills For oh, the rest of my yeah, life good. So we play this and uh, it's this big moment All the families hug, very sentimental Very, very emotional And then I didn't know about this My mom had arranged for this kid who has a BMW golf cart because there's you can only get around by golf cart on the island sure. to come pick us up. So then we get in his golf cart and he takes us on like a tour around the island. Oh yeah, which was awesome. And we uh, we come back. We have the uh, the the dinner of the night was uh, was a fish taco spread oh, that these women, these lovely women, I wish I could remember all their names. Terry was one of them. Okay. Uh, they made a great spread of fish tacos oh. and uh, we had a great dinner. And then we did not really much of anything of the normal wedding stuff, but we did a a first dance. She danced with her dad, and I danced with my mom. And that was like all of the working parts of the wedding. Hands like hands on the lower back, hands on the, the upper back. Like where do you, like when you dance with your mom, more of a hug position, I would right. say. Like how low was your lowest okay, hand? Not not low at all. Oh, okay. This is my mother. Keep in mind. Right, but I was just I was thinking about yeah. where my hands yeah, would be exactly. if I was dancing with your exactly. mom. They would probably be in a different yeah. place than where mine For were. For sure. Okay, just making sure. And here's I didn't even tell you this. I've told you I told you a lot of things before the show, but I sent you the picture of the Bigfoot. And I've been dying to know ever since. I saw that as more of a skunk ape, but that's just me. So so I'm dancing with my mom. Very. The song was um, just to paint the picture. It was uh, grind by it, R. Kelly. no. It was. Uh, it's a song with Chris Stapleton and his wife. They do a cover of uh, of uh, "You Are My Sunshine." Beautiful. So we're dancing to that, and then I hear <laughs> Danielle and her dad laughing like hysterically, right. and I'm like, "That's kind of rude." Right. Um, and then, and then before I can even have a second thought about it, my dad goes, "Oh my God, what is that?" And then this is in the midst of me and my mom dancing, and she turns and she looks. Mortified, terrified. She runs inside 
the house, like mid-dance. So I'm thinking, okay, something's wrong here. Right. And I look, and there on the beach, like in the shadows, is is a Bigfoot, is a skunk ape. Like just running up and down the beach. And I'm like, I'm like, what is happening? I mean, there was a 0.02% chance just based on the look on my mom's face. Yeah. That nobody knew about this. Right. And, and maybe it was a real skunk ape. Sure. So at some point, the skunk ape starts running towards the deck where we are. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Who is behind this? I'm thinking maybe it's somebody. I was honestly, there was a point where I thought it was could have been you. Oh, there was cool. a, there was thing. I was thinking maybe it was a friend from I Michigan. I totally would have done it, by the way, if they had uh, if they had asked me. So then he comes up there and, and and he grabs me, the skunk ape, very realistic skunk ape, pulls off the pulls off the mask. It is the man who made the pizza and married us, the ordained minister, uh, one eyed Willie, as we like to call him. Uh, also, the post. Ceremony skunk ape. That's really it, a utility player. It, it really is. And to bring everything together, he rips the mask off and goes, "Oh, I forgot to sign your. We- I forgot to sign the uh, the wedding paperwork." So he actually signed our marriage certificate in full skunk ape gear. That's a John Sending wedding right there. Yeah. So that wow. was. Um, well, how magical is all it was, that? It was really. Uh, it was really very very cool. We stayed there two Wait, more now, days. Hold on. Yeah, was everybody yeah. else in on the skunk ape? The like, only person who knew was my mom. Okay. Okay. The only person who knew was my mom, right. and she was the only person who possibly led me to believe that it wasn't all set up because she, rather than be out there and like enjoy my reaction, she ran inside like she was terrified. So props to her for the acting she skills. She sold it to you. She really did. Um, so, um, and I'll post some of the pictures of, uh, of me with the skunk ape and stuff like that, but that was a special moment. Very, uh, the whole night was very special. You sent me a few photographs through the whole thing. And that was one of them where you said, I will tell you the story behind this. And it's you and a skunk ape right next to you and you're, and Danielle. And I'm like, I, I have got to find out how well, that ended up there. Well, the funniest thing about it is from hearing about how it all came together, there wasn't like, Hey, my son's a big skunk ape guy. Do you think you could dress up as skunk ape right he brought that up in an unsolicited manner he happens (laughs) to specialize in scaring people this is going to be crazy when i tell you this okay his wife hosts scorpion hunting tours on the island and when his wife is taking people out on scorpion hunting tours he jumps out and scares them (laughs) as sasquatch that's a terrible idea. Yeah, well, that's what I this said. Is in this, Florida, in the man. state of Florida, he really is taking. I said the same exact thing. So that is, I guess, why he has that. And it just happened to be that the man that he was marrying on that day is a is a skunk ape enthusiast. I mean, you want to talk about synchronicity? That, that's it was just meant to be. It totally was because yeah. your parents would have set that up ahead well, of time. Well, and had then, they known. And once there was a once that became clear, there was some discussion on whether or not to loop me in and ask if I wanted him to marry us. In full Sasquatch garb. I mean, I I would have. I don't know if Danielle would have actually been okay with it, but I would have one hundred percent. Something about the visuals of Sasquatch on the beach uh, conducting a wedding ceremony is just really pops to me. I'm just wondering if she should be okay with that. I'm thinking because I know how how girls are on their wedding day. If she should be okay with it, and there's a good chance of maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know. But she she was um you know no um no moments like nobody was like mad about anything or good. felt something didn't go right at any moment. So you know, and I don't know if honestly in that setting it, it could have even happened that way. So yeah, you made the right choice in doing it exactly the way you did because all of the things that cause you stress when it comes to planning a wedding that's invited 
inviting the right people, the open bar, how much you're spending, and all of that. So to be able to do what you did, yeah, and they well did. Done. We, we did a uh, they did a margarita bar before the wedding as well, which Talk was to me very about special. That. Blood orange was uh, that an option? I, well, the thing is, is that I guess lime trees are very uh, prevalent on the island. Okay, so they make these uh, their their margaritas with all fresh uh, oh. um, fruits that are grown on the island. Hell yeah! So it was uh, it was high level, very very good. And then uh, we spent a couple days there. And then on Wednesday, I checked it. I talked to you guys here on the show. Yeah. We were supposed to fly out of Sarasota. I heard you said that airport's a big piece of time. <laughs> That's not what I said. At like noon. And then we immediately find out it's delayed. And then it's delayed again. And then it's delayed again. And we were connecting. In Atlanta, we were catching a flight to Grand Rapids. So we oh. could then drive two hours north to, to Ludington, Michigan. Right. And um, we uh, it, once we just kept getting canceled, getting canceled. So we lost all of our connection, connecting flights. So we were supposed to get to our final destination at 4.30. We didn't make it to Grand Rapids until about 1 a.m. Oh, and then you had to drive two hours? Well, we decided to stay in Grand Rapids that night. And one thing, fun food fact that I shared with you that I'm still not sure is true, but I'm going to preach it like it is. We we picked our hotel based on the one restaurant that was open till 2 and and I'm so I'm looking for things to be excited about in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Grand Rapids, supposedly the home of the wet burrito. The wet burrito was supposedly created in Grand Rapids. I believe that. So I had a delicious wet burrito late night on Wednesday, and then we got up early in the morning. And thankfully, we did it um, in the daylight because the colors, uh, the fall oh. colors uh, for that two-hour drive were absolutely amazing. And then we got up to uh, – so my we grew up going to this place called Ford Lake. It's in uh, – it's about – it's a little outside of Ludington, Michigan. There's, I can't even put into words how beautiful it was. Yeah. And I haven't been there in about 20 years. Oh. And this was a place I spent growing up, you know, when I was young. Yeah. So to be able to take her there and it was just, I mean, perfect doesn't even sum it up. Like yeah. just everything about the weather, about the colors, about it was the most serene surroundings I could ever hope for. And we had an amazing few days there. Uh, we went to Lake Michigan one day and it was uh I mean, just absolutely perfect. That's, that's the only, awesome. That's the only way I can I can sum it up. It and was you beautiful. came back married. And I came back married as well. Yeah. yeah, I got the ring to prove it. Well, yeah, that's a very that's a very John Senning wedding ring. Yeah, that's it is. Uh, perfect. It's like wood. Of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe find out what kind of wood. Um, mahogany. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. I don't know that to be true. I mean, it's also a line of Hallmark cards for the African-American. Yeah, but I can't get it wet. So I wear a silicone. Uh, I've got like a silicone pack that I wear to. Uh, it fits you, man. Avoid. Thank you. You, Thank uh, you. you wearing your wedding shorts or, did, or is that a different? No, this uh, is a different. different the uh, 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 These are very similar. I'll I know. say that. Yeah. The, the picture I got, we we're all looking here and Corey Cardinal said, uh, who did a great job in your absence, by the way. Thank you, Corey. Uh, Corey said, uh, do you think you got those shorts for the wedding? And we were trying to determine and look at them if you had purchased those, you know, just for your special day. Well, the thing was, is my original vote was for was for a swimsuit. Like I yeah. wanted to be, I didn't want to have to plan anything. Like I'm like, maybe I'll be just getting out of the water. So right. I'll just be in my swimsuit. So we ended up coming to some compromise on a salmon pair of shorts and a and a, and a blue button down chose well yeah the, the photograph looked magical she looked beautiful it, and uh 
And wow, thank you. Tampa thank you. Bay welcomes Mr. and Mrs. John sending back. I really appreciate that. And I have we have like professional pictures that I will uh, I'll start sharing more in the next coming days. So can't wait. Thank uh, you, man. Thank uh, you for all the kind words, everybody. Oh, I've been detached, but I know that a lot of people have sent messages and tweets and Facebook messages and stuff. And I just appreciate everybody so much. Yeah, everybody had the same sentiment, which is that uh, great to hear Corey. He does great, and you know, great to hear more of him because he's on Mike O's show on Saturdays. But you know, we all miss the hell out of John. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm sure, you could and feel it, that up there, and it feels very good to be back very very good believe me it feels good to have you 727-579-1025 is our number and 800-771-1025 one thing you should know and we'll talk about this at five o'clock since you've been gone i am a Rays fan i uh, i don't know any other way to say it than that i'm a Rays fan now and uh i encourage you john to jump on board raise up i knew I knew that was going to happen. Like yeah. I didn't, I, I was worried if I was going to come back and just like, not even, not even know you anymore. You'd just be baseball guy. You'd be talking in ways and yeah. saying things that I can't even fathom or, or understand. It's crazy, John. I, I watched the entire game a couple of times now and I've masked. I, I just, I'm, I'm amazed at how Kevin Cash manages these guys. The concept of the opening pitcher instead of a closing pitcher. You know, that's something they do. Uh, I did know that usually more than one pitcher is used, but yeah. I did not, you know, I don't know the ins and outs. So it's oh. going to be, I'd like to task you with maybe bringing me into your world. Happy to do it because uh, Fine Dave brought me into yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. So it, I'm bringing you into mine now. I feel like I left at just the wrong time to truly become the Rays fan I was destined to be. Well, I heard a dude on the radio, not this station, so I can't shout him out, uh, say that the uh, the home run by Brousseau was the biggest moment and uh, the biggest hit in Tampa Bay Rays history. Others said Longo's a couple of games ago. But, dude, the whole story behind it and everything, like you know that the Yankees and the Rays have been contentious for a yes, while because yeah. that scumbag uh, Chapman fired uh, a fastball at Brousseau's yeah. head. Question, was yeah. that a three-game series as well? Um, that was a five best-of-five game series. So okay. first one to three games. Okay, because that did, did we sweep them? We did not. Okay, because uh, it we, seemed like it happened very quickly. It was very quick. It was just bang, 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 bang. Uh, but uh, we won three games to two in that one and uh, and thankfully dispatched them rather quickly. But the story be- between Chapman going at that dude's head and then that kid I think was uh, was undrafted, if I'm not mistaken, like an undrafted player. The race picked him up for like a pack of smokes and a, and a Denny's Grand Slam. And uh, and he got revenge on him by jacking one out to win the game. I, that was an emotional moment, not even being an historically, uh, well, deep Rays fan, just having jumped on board the proverbial bandwagon. That was a moment right there. Well, what happens now? Because one of the few things I do know about baseball is that the Astros are a bunch of cheating pricks that right. everybody hates. So That's are we going to whip some balls at their head and make them pay for what they've done? No, we, when they go low, we go high. And uh, and I have to say, I watched game one yesterday. I was flipping between that and football and basketball. There's so many sports oh, on. Wow. Oh, it's great. And, uh, and I was watching that game. And those cheating sons of bitch Astros went down and uh, there was a masterful closing pitching performance that I just, man, this dude, uh, Castillo, I believe is his name. Okay. Uh, We've got some personalities on this team that I think you're going to fall in love with. Not just the dashing good looks of Kiermaier. There are a lot of guys on this team that I think you're really going to like. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to start digging in today. I believe right. uh, 407, right? Four o'clock. Uh, Charlie Effin Morton on the hump. He said today or yesterday in the in the paper that if the Rays decide for whatever reason not to pick up his option, he's probably going to retire from baseball because he only wants to be a part of this organization. He really likes what it's all about. Wow, I know. Well, I. 
I, I, I can't believe how balls deep I am right now in Ray's well, stuff. And I know we're going to dig into it more at five. It's just crazy, like, seeing the journey that this team has been on when it seemed, was it about a year ago when the discussions were we didn't even know if this team was going to stay here? Or, or do we even know if it's guaranteed this no, team is going to no, stay here? No, there's nothing guaranteed anymore at all. And uh, and it's quite possible that that owner who managed to alienate me, you, and a whole bunch of other Tampa Bay fans by suggesting they split seasons with Montreal, I don't know what if he's not still planning on doing that. Does winning change any of that? Like, does winning make, like, does it does it take things off the table? Or is this even not even about winning at the end of the day? It's oh. about the city and what they're willing to give up or not. Um, that's a great question. Championships are great for the city and for the team. But does that translate into anything? Be- I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. I would hope that they would do the right thing and make it work down here. Can they make it work in that facility? The answer is no, right? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. There's just I, no way. I, I mean, without rebuilding it or doing it somewhere else right there, I mean, they talk because the Rays now have the lease for uh, where the Rowdies play, right? Is Correct. that still a thing? I think so, yeah. I mean, that location, Beautiful. when you're talking about trying to make it a destination and trying to get people from Tampa and other places to say, hey, I want to go spend a day at the ballpark, to me, right on the water, oh. you're more likely to do it there than in the you know the current situation. No question, but let me just say this, because I, I had this feeling for the very first time on Friday night. I went out to dinner with my uh, my girlfriend and their daughter. I was trying to like make them you know, lift their spirits a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. They lost, uh, they lost I'm so sorry to hear that. Thanks, That's man. terrible. Thank you. It was rough. And uh, and we went to Booyah, the uh, the ramen place. Uh, oh, I got a friend that works there. Oh, delicious ramen, by the way. And so we get done, and we're walking up and down the Edge District, and I realize the 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 trop is a hop, skip, and a jump yeah. from right there. Yeah. For some reason, that that argument and discussion, it seems like nobody listens to it because that area of St. Pete is booming and doing nothing but growing. Yeah. But it's like it's it's like. People don't connect the two. I don't know why. And maybe it's because that building just sucks the soul right out of you. It is just something about it. Is it on a buried indigenous Americans uh, graveyard, which, by the way, a solemn uh, yep. indigenous Americans day to everyone today. You know, I, I don't know what the, why that building is the way it is. Yeah, I mean, what if they painted the whole building? Like, and you made it like a big ocean scene. And it was like dolphins and whales and yeah. and rays and all sorts of things swimming through the sea. Like, remember when you'd get those Christmas snow globes as a kid? Remember those things? You'd shake it and, like, there'd be snow in there? Yeah. You could make it like an undersea Christmas snow globe where, like you said, all kinds of aquatic yeah. wildlife everywhere. It can't be any worse than it is right now. Yeah, I don't know if that would help. I think I think it's also once you go inside, um, you know, maybe people will do that again one day. There's something so tangible about that feeling. It's it's the opposite of the way Dick Vitale feels about the race. You know, he's on one end of excitement and enthusiasm, but whenever the last couple of times I've been in there, the minute you get in, you just go <sighs> You're like in a mausoleum meets a meets a library. Yeah, and maybe you know, some sort of open air scenario or a retractable roof changes the vibe, and maybe that's what people need. I don't. Uh, I. It's hard for me to fully grasp why people don't go to Rays games in St. Pete. Is it? Just, I don't know if it's just the building or if it's more now. We blame the bridge uh, for the drive. I will tell you, you don't mind a bridge if your destination is nice enough. Right. It's, it's time to look at the building and go. This is what's keeping people out. You build a better building, people go to damn games. That Edge District is nice, by the way. What's the What's the nicest spot you could live in, like, near there? As I look uh, to, Kenwood. like, cross the bridge? Kenwood, for sure. That's where we lived. Ah, I don't know if you ever came over there. That was right before our love affair truly started. We used to live right off of 5th. Uh, 
So we could okay. make it in any any side of a fifth all up that way on either side is very very nice and okay. it's completely blown up and you know you, you I know you want a bungalow I do dude known they're very well known for their bungalows you're telling me Kenwood is bungalow city it's bungalow city and and and, and honestly we are currently looking and that's like the main area it's wishful thinking but it, that is the main area that we'd like to live Okay. Well, I'm not going to base my decision on that necessarily, but I'm certainly not going to not live there because you live. Oh there. no, I would. I would try to. I, I, I was thinking maybe we'd get something of like a mother-in-law suite, and you, you know, you'd live out back. I think we, you might get sick of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we come back, uh, we've got to give some lip service to the one horribly offensive thing that that Bill Burr said uh, on Saturday Night Live. Like, I, this is the one that everybody should be talking about, in my opinion, right? I'm- I How does someone even say that as an American? Nothing shocks me anymore. This shocked me. And and I'm I'm more disgusted by the people in the audience than I am Bill Burr himself. When he says something like that and there's uproarious laughter, it's repulsive to every American with ethos like you and me, John Senning. And when we come back, we'll just with the one comment where Bill Burr just went over the line when it comes to decency and taste. Uh, some events coming up for you, courtesy of the Fran Hosh Law Group. Tomorrow night, it's Bay Area Riders Bike Night at Tampa Joe's. Get started at 7. Great food at Tampa, Tampa Joe's. Awesome service as well. And Fran and the Fantastics will be on site hosting a bike night. Two nights later on Thursday, the Baggers, that's with a Z, and Tails, uh, likewise, custom bike show at the Cabbage Patch out in New Smyrna Beach. Legendary spot, I believe off 44, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I believe that's in approach with a uh, bike week approaching. Uh, Cabbage Patch, known to many as the home of the world-famous coleslaw wrestling. That's true. Uh, check out the Fran Hodge Facebook page for more information or go to theboneonline.com and the Bone Biker Bar, which is sponsored by Fran, so you can find out how to get Fran to your charitable event. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.